This is a podcast by Wellhouse Church, where we talk about what it's like to be a Christian Monday through Saturday, to live as a person of faith in a culture against faith. What's going on, y'all? Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. Um, <laughs> we're, uh... All the 90s kids know about that. I think the <laughs> older kids know about that, too. Yeah. When that show come or when that movie come out, 80s? Was it maybe older? I don't know. I'll look this up while we while we get started here. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that is a that is a funny movie though. Um, but okay. So while Cullen's looking that up, let's just real quick talk about what we're talking about. Nineteen seventy two. It was actually started as wow. a show. That's right. I forgot. Uh, Bill Cosby was in that. All right. Then. Fat Albert. That's a long time ago. It was a long time ago. I remember the remake, I guess. I, I guess it would have been the remake. Yeah. But, okay, so we just finished talking about deconstruction. Yep. Um, we went through four episodes of deconstruction. Was it only four? It felt much longer than that. It did feel much longer, but it's because we had to take a break. Oh, I got COVID. You got COVID. That, yeah. Um, anyways, so now we're talking about cancel culture, though. Yeah, very, very real, very real thing we need to talk about. I think that cancel culture in and of itself um, started out with good intentions, um, but ended up in a place of harm and detriment. Yeah. um, Where we're at right now with cancel culture is just asinine. There's a really good skit by um, John Christ. Oh yeah, on cancel culture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gold. It's um, just like, it's the it's the over exaggeration of cancel culture. Yeah, it's like he's just walking through the grocery store, and anything he says that could just like offend him at the most minute level, yeah, canceled. I think we need to find this on YouTube and put it in the show notes. Okay, I will try to find it and I'll uh, um, put it in there. It's it's fantastic. I think I think it's actually on his Instagram though. It, it he so everything he posts if he does a video, um, it's also on his YouTube channel. It's also on his YouTube channel. Okay, so it I'll try to find it. YouTube. So I'll try to find it and put it in the show notes. But it's that, pretty that's good. where cancel culture's gotten. Where it's just like anything that's. Make I don't someone, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not even that. Like, there are moments where cancel culture can be good, right? Like, if it's a righteous kind of thing, where it's like, hey, I don't, uh, you know, I don't think this is wholesome for my well being to partake in this. Yeah. Okay, fine. But when you're just pissed off at the world, and so you think it's a good idea to just cancel anything that makes you mad, yeah. that's where we've got a problem. So, first of all, let, let's go ahead, and I just did a quick, simple, what is cancel culture to kind of give, like, a solid yeah. definition, um, and Wikipedia popped up, and I don't use Wikipedia for lots of things, but I actually kind of like this. I was actually doing some um, story prep the other day, and it was for my um, Mahatma Gandhi uh, yeah. story, and our dad walked by, and he goes... Um, some theologian you are looking at Wikipedia <laughs> for a source. You jerk. The Baylor Library wouldn't put its biography online. 
can't help it. I'm just it's just a starting place. It's oh. not my only source. I'll fact check them, you jerk. I love it. Um anyways, so Wikipedia says that cancel culture is a modern form of ostracism in which someone is thrust out of social or professional circles, either online, on social media, in the real world, or both. Those who are subject to ostracism are said to be canceled. Um, yeah. And this ostracism is based on typically things that are... Um, How do I say this without pissing people off? There's no way. You're you're we're gonna offend people. All right. When we talk about cancel I mean, we've been recipients of cancel culture. We have been. Um but but cancel culture in and of itself is and the ostracism within it is based on people disagreeing with you. That's the deal. Or I mean, there are times that it it is somewhat valid in in the points of racism and sexism, right? Um, Even then, I do think they can be valid in that that it's a righteous reason to cancel someone or, or, or an institution or whatever, but or a product or whatever. Real problem with cancel culture is, um, you don't put yourself in a position to a make things any better. Yeah. Canceling someone or an institution or product is not helping anything. No. I mean, it's just, it's not. It's what, it, what it's doing is it's affecting people's jobs that are lower on the totem pole. Well, I'm a, it's a kindergarten response. Yeah. You pissed me off so I can take my ball and go home. Yeah. Well, maybe let's grow up a little bit and let's have a conversation and listen to both sides and try to come to a middle ground. Yeah. Let's actually make progress in doing something about the issue. So I've talked about this on this podcast before, but I, I took a class. Um, I don't know. It was a couple years ago now. COVID kind of messed up my timeline. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Um, and it was oppression, diversity, and social justice. It was a social work class. And my professor said, instead of having, instead of calling people out, for their racism, their sexism, their whatever ism, um, have a call in moment where you explain, "Hey, um, do you need help?" <laughs> um, he was reaching for his charger and struggling a little bit. Um, and so, okay, um, instead of calling somebody out and and, and talking down to someone for their whatever ism it is um have a call in moment and say hey what you just said could offend someone or it offended me for this reason and you be peaceful about it you be loving right people are going to respond much better to that than going you're a racist canceled yeah right that is a call out and it is not okay yeah, it's it's quite unhelpful. Um, just think about your own life. If if you do something wrong, and the the approach of another person, there's a way for you to be confronted that you are more likely to listen. Yeah, a posture that leads to cancel culture, really not one where 
not a confrontation method that's actually going to get yielded responses. No, it's not. Um, I just don't, I don't think it's by and large helpful because here's the deal. This is a bit of a controversial one, but it, it's very clear where it, sh- where it, sh- where it illuminated itself as an issue in cancel culture. And I feel comfortable talking about it because I think anyone that li- has listened to any of our podcasts for any length of time knows that I consider myself a feminist. I'm an advocate for women. I got no problem talking about the Me Too movement. Yeah. Like, I'm an advocate. Like, women should not be abused that way. Absolutely. Um, patriarchy needs to go. Like, I'll be the first to say all those things. But equally, there were a lot of allegations that came out in the Me Too movement that turned up false. Yeah. And there were victims of cancel culture involved in them. But also, I think that there's a large portion there. So, definitely not talking down on the Me Too movement in, in that way. Um but whatever happened to Grace? Yeah. Well, um, I will say. Now, there still needs to be retribution. Well, I think it's hard. I have Grace, and I think God has Grace. Um, but we, we also must remember, Bill Cosby raped 54 women. Like D- Different thing. Even if different I had Grace thing. for 24 of those. He still raped almost another three dozen women. Like, I, I, there are grace and there's grace for Bill Cosby. Don't hear me saying that. But I do think there are elements of the Me Too movement that when certain people are in positions, like someone who is just a recipient of Bill Cosby's comedy, yeah. And they hear about these things like I can't I can't support that. No. Right. So I do think there are moments where cancel culture is okay in extreme circumstances. Like yeah. and I would I would put Bill in excuse me, in the caveat of that's an extreme circumstance. Anyone that is a serial rapist. Yeah, that's that's a, an extreme well, kind of situation. It, it would be like if Dave Chappelle came out to be like a serial killer. Yeah. Right. I definitely don't think that he is, but like no. if he came out to be a serial killer. Have you seen killer, Dave? He ain't killing nobody. <laughs> <laughs> um it's like I love Dave Chappelle's comedy. Oh yeah. Easily He's the goat. The, the best comedian of all time. Yep. But if he came out tomorrow, if we found out that he's killed 30 people, um I ain't watching his stuff anymore. Yeah, it's there are moments where cancel culture is acceptable, I think, in the most extreme of situations. But there are also moments, because here's the deal. Dave, Dave does a great bit on this about Bill Cosby. And he's like, even like 10, 10 allegations in, I was like, man, he probably only raped a couple, <laughs> right? But... But at 54 rapes, like, come on, man. Like, not all those people are lying. Yeah. But in the Me Too movement, how many people do we know got caught up in one, maybe two allegations that ended up being disproven? Yeah. Now, I will also say. And their lives were ruined 
from it just from the allegations. Right. And and they turn out to be false. Yeah. Because they're victims of cancel culture. Yeah. Um and I, I will say, I, I think another one, and I can I'm also comfortable picking or not picking on, but picking this person to talk about their situation because they're in my world adjacent. But John Christ. Yeah. His issues. I mean, he got caught up in some of that. His was more alcoholism than anything but he was a victim there there was very little grace for him actually i think i remember having a conversation with you saying oh he's done yeah like he'll he'll never make it through this and he's on a comeback actually he just he just popped up one day after rehab yeah and like started making videos again and i was like i was just i was flipping through instagram a few months back and um video popped up of someone impersonating an NFL ref. <laughs> and the joke was excessive or personal foul looking at the offense in a vulgar way or looking at the offense in an aggressive way. It's like, oh, okay, I get the joke, but that's John Christ. Yeah. Um, he, even still, though, his Netflix thing got canceled. Yeah. He didn't get his Netflix special. Uh, I wish he had gotten special. Like there are so many of those situations where there wasn't grace given, yeah. and and I I would feel I would feel remiss to be talking about cancel culture in the vein that we're talking about it and not bring up the church two movement as well. Mm. There are because of the nature of the church and the power differential at play, there have been numerous numerous allegations of pastors being caught up in this same movement. And I will say, by and large, they have turned out to be true. Probably more often than they haven't. Um, I do think we, we have some, and once again, I'm okay talking about this. I have very good boundaries for myself. Uh, our staff has really good boundaries. Our leadership, you know, uh, has helped set those up for us. Like we, I'm very comfortable talking about this. But I spent a number of years in youth ministry. That's a very difficult ministry to be involved in. Yeah. And if you don't have those boundaries for yourself, it's very easy to find yourself in compromising situations. Um, I, and I think there have been situations where it was clearly true that someone was caught up in a church two issue that they were, that they were a, a predator or, or an abuser and their church institution helped cover them up for it or make it go away. By no means are we talking about any of those issues. Mm-mm. No. What we're talking about is when, Bluebell comes up with <laughs> a Paw Patrol themed ice pop and Chase is on the front of it and you're freaking out because it's somehow involved in police brutality. No, that's a good show. That's yeah. a kid's show that has first responders and other people helping. Yeah. Come on. Let's think, be bigger than this. I, I think my favorite um, example of, of cancel culture um, is from John Chris video and he finds the Tapatio uh, hot sauce. <laughs> he goes that's cultural appropriation yeah. cancel <laughs> doesn't he do one with the keebler elf too he does yeah and he does one with uh, uncle ben's rice 
<laughs> it's just, right. it's funny, but they're good examples, right? Well, um, he, well, it's a parody. Yeah. He's showing how stupid it is yeah. to go, to take cancel culture to that extreme. But we have, I mean, how many people do you know that, that they follow someone on Instagram? You know, if I talk about them a lot when it comes to this podcast, because I do think they are kind of pioneering and leading the way in a lot of these conversations. But the Liturgist podcast, yeah. they have an episode on cancel culture. Mm. And Hillary McBride, Dr. Hillary McBride, has a deal in there where she posted uh, something to Instagram. And, you know, she's a big feminist. You know, she's mental health, all these things. She posted something to Instagram, became a victim of cancel culture. One post. She has a decade worth of brilliant content yeah. that's healthy and helping people. And yet one post did her in, did her in. She became a victim of cancel culture. It just shows how fragile our society is. Yeah. Um, because if one thing that one person says offends you and, and it's like a wildfire. Yeah. Right. It's just one spark. One person gets angry about X thing. Yeah. And then two people get angry because, oh, there's a bandwagon I can jump on now. Right. Yeah. And then it just spreads. Well, I do wonder. Cancel culture wasn't around when I was a kid. No, this is a right. This is a very recent thing within the last two, three years. Maybe five at most. At most. And I remember when I was a kid, this may be a crude example. And uh, good news is we get to edit these. And if it doesn't work, I'll just take it out. <laughs> um, but when I was a kid, the narrative was. Don't eat butter. Butter's oh, terrible yeah. for you. Mm. Then about the time I got in high school, some research started coming out and going, hey, uh, margarine's one molecule away from being plastic. Maybe we shouldn't eat that. Yeah. Now, I also have my own theory about that. Water is also one molecule away from being flammable. So <laughs> let's be careful. That one molecule can actually make a difference. But in the same way, if butter would have become a victim of cancel culture, yeah. like where would we be? I mean, look, you, the point here is, is that cancel culture, um, it can be a good thing, yeah. right? There are things that I want canceled. Mm. I want rape. I want abusive women canceled. Um, Abuse of women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I don't want any time you make it, I don't want, anyone to be able to use a false accusation against someone to ruin their lives. Yeah. I don't, I don't want extremes to be taken in any situation. No. Um, I think extremes get us in very compromising and dangerous situations. However, as we said previously, just to keep, you know, um, some, some clarity, extreme situations call for extreme measures sometimes. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Uh, I felt like I made myself pretty clear on that. So, but thanks for for clarifying that for me. Yeah. Um I think cancel culture Let me let me say this. I think there are moments to cancel things. Yeah. I don't think it's ever okay for something to get to a point where we call it a culture of canceling 
because we don't have a culture of extremes. We are a culture who have taken things to extremes. Yeah. Um, and that's my problem with cancel culture. If, if we're not careful, we won't have anything left because there's no grace. Um, I mean, we all have things that we're just crappy human beings. Yeah. And we do crap wrong. And if cancel culture continues to progress, it's going to do two things. And these are what the next two episodes of this are going to be about. We're going to get to a point where we either don't have anything left because we've gotten rid of everything and or we're going to get to a point where we no longer forgive people and we can't be forgiven because we don't have grace. Yeah. So track along with us. Um, Hopefully we've caught you and hopefully you didn't turn this off halfway through. (laughs) Somebody did. Somebody did. Statistically, even on our non-controversial episode, somebody turns it off halfway through. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But um, if you're interested, if you want to track with us, um, Watch for these every Tuesday. Yep, every uh, Tuesday. We're going to be talking about it for a couple weeks. Um, and I really I really want to hone in on both the, the kind of root desire of cancel culture and then is it is it something healthy that we as Christians should pursue? And if so, where's the balance? Um, yeah. Is, and maybe, maybe because I'm, I'm a proponent of clickbait, maybe... <laughs> Maybe I'll title one of the episodes, Is Jesus a Proponent of Cancel Culture? I don't, I, I know the answer, but I don't want to give the answer because I want the clickbait. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So join us for the clickbait. Yeah. <laughs>